Hello and welcome to your E3 slash Summer Games Fest Save Station Radio Reactions. I'm your host Dustin and always with me is my host Connor. Hello there. And that's right, this time we're going to be giving you the reactions to the entirety of all of it. It's gonna be a lot. Uh, we're gonna try to keep it as brief as possible. Uh, just some heads up, Connor's got an event he's got to go to, so we might end up stopping the show halfway through and just being like, it's part one. Uh, we'll, we'll reconvene later. We don't know yet. You know before we know if we're going to do that. So just a heads up on that housekeeping. Um, we're going to try to go fast. So if we miss stuff, we apologize. Hit us up on Twitter with what you thought was cool. There was just too much to watch. Like so many conferences, so many directs, all of it. There was just a lot. So we're going to hit as much as possible. Um, the framework of this episode the only conferences I think we're going to go through bit by bit and discuss everything will be Nintendo and Microsoft. Everything else we're just going to give a kind of general overview. Um, so yeah, let, let's start with um, let's start with Kickoff Live, Je the the Jeff Keeleys. <laughs> what did you think of this one? Um, this was another one I didn't really catch a whole lot of as it was live. Right, it should be noted it, you were on vacation, so you, you didn't watch yeah, a lot of these. What, what a time to go on vacation where I'm not actively watching live streams all the time. Um, I was able to watch all of this though, and uh, yeah, it was pretty. I mean, I a lot of, for a lot of these I did watch them that night rather than live. So if there's stuff that I just didn't find interesting, I would fast forward through them. So like the musical numbers and stuff, I was like, I don't really need to. Um, but the actual game announcements were very. Um, we're pretty hype honestly yeah i thought it was pretty good too um i, I gotta say i i, I think keely's shows have gotten better and better um i don't think this is like a 10 out of 10 yet but it's you know eventually we'll get one that's like holy shit but you know i i enjoyed it too i think my biggest criticism is there was just a lot of like four player co-op zombie shooters like it felt like i was getting pretty fatigued on those <laughs> you know um oh yeah during this it was one like well, we had like Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt and Back 4 Blood showed up again. And yeah, there's a lot happening. There was that other Left 4 Dead-esque one. There was Evil Dead. Like they just, they were, they kept coming over and over again. Like, okay. And that was kind of a theme through this E3 actually. I'm a little like, boy, everybody decided they wanted to make Left 4 Dead games at the same time, huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> They're like, um, you know what we miss? Left 4 Dead. I do want to say, uh, as far as the musical performances go though, I actually am impressed because they had stuff to do with video games, which like they don't always do. And I'm happy that this time around they did. Um, like Japanese breakfast, they're doing stuff for Sable, which looks really cool. Um, and then the Weezer, I think their song is in that wave break game, which looks awesome. By the way, I didn't know that game existed until this, I guess it was out on stadia that like Tony Hawk, but with jet skis, like it's okay. kind of insane. Um, yeah. So that's cool that they actually tied it in rather than just, and here they are. Yeah. Um, uh, well, let's save the big announcement at the end for last. I want to call out Planet of Lena. Did you see that one? The like two. Yes, that one's very pretty. Yeah, that looked cool. Um, is there anything in there you specifically wanted to call out that wasn't the last game? Um, Metal Slug Tactics looked really cool. I'm always a fan of Metal Slug's aesthetic and its pixel art, and this is rather than a side scroller, it's a tactics game. So I'm into that. Yeah, um, that looked neat. And then we should address Death Stranding director's cut. <laughs> I, I'm fine with them doing a definitive edition. I think calling that game a director's cut is insulting. 
<laughs> really? You mean the last one where you literally made that game so you could have complete autonomy is wasn't a director's cut? <laughs> what are you talking yeah, about? They just we want to put more stuff in it that we didn't have time for before. <laughs> okay, I just feel like he did. I felt like he had complete control over that last one. I don't know. Um, I thought the trailer was cute though. I'm I'm excited about it. Um, you know, of course, the Metal Gear reference. You know, it's fine. Um, interesting thing with that, he said we'd be hearing about that in more in a couple of weeks. Um, I think the 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 theory on that is because Sony's going to have an event, you know, in July at some point. So maybe we'll see it there, which would be cool. Um, I, I, yeah, because we don't actually really know what it is. There's like a little extra thing that we didn't see in the main game, and then. Uh, I think it's for next-gen consoles, so we don't know if it's an upgrade, if it's a new re-release, whatever. It seems just for PS5, unfortunately. Um, it, I, I'm curious to see how, how he use the adaptive triggers and stuff. I think that could be fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I do want to call out, too, I, I think some people scoffed at these as kind of boring, but I like them in terms of like this being an event for the industry as a whole. The sort of announcement of a new publishing label, was that called... Um, like, I can't remember. Whatever. It's under Koch. Um, you know, publishing a bunch of, like... Prime Matter? Prime Matter, yep. Uh, and then the announcement of Deviation Games um, as a new AAA studio for PlayStation. I thought, you know, th- those aren't, like, super exciting hype things right now, but they will be in the future, and I think that that's important for the industry. And if that's what these shows are supposed to celebrate, I think that that's a positive. Personally, I know it's not, like, exciting right now, so it's kind of hard to know anything about them but I, I was like okay i'm down for this kind of announcement here yeah and then um the other one was the borderlands spinoff are you interested in that um i kind of haven't i lost interest in the borderlands series pretty much after i finished two um or after i finished tales so i don't know i, I like its aesthetic and it's kind of weird humor sometimes but uh yeah i'd have to hear more about this to actually get me to care yeah I'm, I'm kind of the same way um i i think the trailer showed guns which was a little disappointing to me i'm like well if they make like a strictly fantasy spinoff that could be kind of cool but that doesn't appear to be what this is i don't know um speaking of fantasy though that big announcement yeah um you're the big souls fan here so what did you think of the elden ring trailer um i think it's really cool i think Um, yeah, I'm just still slowly working my way through the Souls games, but from what it looks like, it looks to sort of adapt the more fluid motion of, like, Sekiro into a more traditional Souls-like, um, combat system. Um, which, you know, that's really cool. That's not why I care about Souls games. I care about the dude that pulls off a cloak and has, like, 30 arms and they all have swords and they can attack you that's what i'm into so very very satisfying there yeah um as somebody who only has played through half of dark souls not because i didn't like it but because i just you know got distracted i i've been wanting to get into these games i think this looks great i love the art aesthetic um i'm curious to see if george burrow martin's involvement means anything for this i think it could be cool i don't know um curious yeah well Very curious. the souls games are always pretty light on story but heavy on world building yeah. so i feel like george r. r martin's influence is definitely in the world building side and then hitataki miyazaki kind of has the overarching story but then just pieces it in in places so 
I don't know. I'm d- very curious on this one. Yeah, for um, and sure. And it has a release date of January 21st, 2022. Yeah, and that's soon. That's that's exciting. Um, all right, then, real quick. I believe it was right after this. Um, we don't have it in our notes, but um, I want to say Day of the Devs was awesome. Um, you didn't get a chance to write, watch that one, right? Um, no, I did not. Lots of cool indie games shown. I thought they were shown very well, too. I, um, In particular, there's a game called Walk, which is a PS1-style horror game um, that looked creepy as hell. I think um, I've heard of that before. That yeah, might have been a haunted PS1 demo disc game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Look, looks really cool. Um, and I guess that means we could probably play it now. That, that's exciting. Um, that's I forgot very cool. Game was called, but it's like there's another one that's a 2D. It appears to be 2D black and white game, but you take pictures of the camera, and when you pull up the camera, it becomes a first person game. Um, oh, very cool. That looked really neat. Um, and then there's one I can't remember if this was here or during one of the under other indie showcases. I apologize for that. There was like a billion of them, and I watched most yeah, of them. Yeah, one of the like six indie showcases this so E3. If I attribute this to the wrong one, I apologize, but there's a game called Fallen Aces that looks awesome. You need to look up the trailer for this game. They se- they literally sell it as Doom Noir. And what it is, is this... Um, oh, I think I did see the trailer for this. It's like a mafia, like 1950s style game um, with with sprites and stuff like that. It's first person. But the sprites are all hand animated and drawn. So they're not like, like actual sprites, like pixely. They're, you know, really nice cartoony drawings. And they animate, you know, like, like an animation would. And it's just this first person, like this first person punching, and you got revolvers and shit. It just looks stylish as hell. It looks awesome. Check out Fallen Aces. Yeah, this was. Yeah, I definitely saw this one at some presentation. I can't remember the specific one, but yeah, it reminds. It's like obviously it has the Doom inspiration, but it also has what I would picture a first person Hotline Miami to be, and I was very <laughs> into it. Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, one of these shows also had a, a trailer for Ghost Runner, which I thought I'd roll up just just more you know, small DLC things. And I think they, I think it was the release date for the next gen versions. I'm not sure. Um, that sounds right. Sets up. Just a heads up. I think the the um, Day of the Devs is absolutely worth watching. I thought it was full of bangers. So if you want to check out cool upcoming indie games, check out that one. Um, what is next? Is Ubisoft next? Um, it can be. Yeah, let's do Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Okay. Did you end up watching this? Yes, I did. We fast forwarded through a lot of it because it was pretty boring. Yeah, I mean, yes, I will say I liked it because I thought it showcased kind of a breadth of interesting titles that weren't all the same thing. Like people give Ubisoft a lot of shit and sometimes rightfully so for, you know, having oh, yeah, a lot no, of it had great variety. Games. And I thought I thought the variety here was cool. And I was actually impressed by things I didn't think it would be. I think it is. See, we, we talked about like how many fucking zombie horde games there are. I think Rainbow Six Extraction looks like it's going to stand on its own and looks unique in that sense. Like, I think, you know, using the sort of gameplay of Siege, a, you know, a team versus team multiplayer, hardcore multiplayer game, and then sticking that into this intimate environment with the zombies slash aliens, whatever they are, um, with those hardcore mechanics, like being able to shoot through walls and stuff like that, makes it stand out um, versus all those other games and actually kind of made me interested in it. So I props to that because I didn't think I would be before that show. Yeah, the one the announcement in the Ubisoft show that caught me off guard was like, "Oh, this is really cool." It was Rocksmith? Rocksmith, awesome. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like they just fully leaned into this is not just fancy guitar hero. This is an educational guitar like program. Yeah, it's totally it totally goes into that category of like game builder garage and dreams and stuff like that where I'm like, Yeah, fuck yeah. Develop this like cool teaching tool that's also a video game. That that rules. I'm I'm honestly kinda curious about it too. <laughs> like yeah, um, it says it's a subscription service, which I'm not wild, but like the accessibility for the just the sheer accessibility for making instruments available for people of all skill levels, that's very cool. Yeah, totally. I I'm very intrigued by that. And I don't know if it's new or not, but they said they had bass guitar stuff in there too. I don't know. This this seems neat. Um uh uh, what was uh, what else was there? There wasn't really new new Assassin's Creed or whatever. Far Cry Six was already announced. They did show gameplay a little bit earlier than that. I I, I think I'm kind of ready for a new Far Cry game. I haven't played one since four, which was kind of a while ago at this point. Um, but I, I don't know how everybody else feels about that series. <laughs> it, they put them out all the time, so I understand that people are sick of it by now. Um, uh, I, I guess the other thing from there was Avatar. <laughs> yeah, uh, another one that I was like, really. <laughs> Yeah, um, I forgot about that game. In our predictions episode, like, we named off a bunch of Ubisoft games that were in development or, you know, we think are still around. And I had completely forgot that they had announced they were making an Avatar game, like, five years ago. And I guess this was that. Oh, yeah. They announced that they were going to make a sequel to Avatar, like, ten years ago. And everyone immediately forgot about it because Avatar's not rememberable. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I, I think... If they make an open world game that is that that lush, that green, that blue, I'm into it. Like I, I think that looks like a beautiful world to explore. Um, you know, I, I haven't watched Avatar since it came out, and the only thing I know about Avatar now is that people just shit on it. So I, I can't, I can't say I'm excited for it on that angle. But I love a good, beautiful open world game. So, eh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, the one that. The announcement that caught me off guard was the new Mario Plus Rabbids. <laughs> yeah. Spark of Hope. Yeah. I was excited about this. Um, Mario Galaxy inspired. Yeah. Uh, Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope is what it's called. And it's ditching the grid tactics and it's like a more free-flowing open tactics game. So interesting to see how that will play, but... Um, I enjoyed my time with the first one, so this could be this could be interesting. Yeah, I'm glad this is made. I think we're all a little, you know, I think everybody thought they'd make a sequel, but it was always up in the air. You know, Nintendo, you never know. Um, and and I think this looks like a cool expansion on that formula. Um, I, I'm I'm really into it. I'm excited about it. Um, that was a 2022 game too, and I bet that that's relatively soon. So that's exciting. Um, you watched the wholesome direct. Do you want to quickly? Talk about your thoughts on that. That was the one I skipped. Yeah, the wholesome direct is great. Um, and you could find just like the trailers. It's like forty five minutes long, but there was over like seventy indie games. <laughs> There's a <laughs> lot. Um, and if you do, then make sure to count every game that has either a frog or a cat in it because it was pretty much all of them, which I'm not against. Uh, the two standout games for me were The Gecko Gods, which I think, Dustin, you'd be pretty into. It's a puzzle platformer where you play as a gecko who can, like, climb on walls and solve puzzles and stuff. Okay. Um, looked very cool. Looked very fun. Um, very cute as well. And the one that 
immediately grabbed me was actually the one, the last one in the presentation, and that was Lottle Knots. I don't know what um, this is. It's <laughs> it's a it's basically I think they described it as having of being the Sonic Adventure Chow Garden plus Subnautica. Oh well, there you go. So I loved both of those things. I think they said their inspiration was also like Tamagotchi and Abzu. So yeah, uh, definitely look into it. It's also got my favorite or creatures inspired by my favorite animal, the axolotl. So uh, they got me. They got me on that one. <laughs> nice. Um, you, you know what? Since we're talking about indie games in general, and it's, I, I cannot keep them straight because I watched um, the, the Day of the Devs. I watched the Gorilla Collective. I watched... <laughs> the e3 indie thing like it's just too much i can't keep them straight i want to call out um did you watch the future of play i don't think i watched that one all right um i want to call out gloomwood though did you see that one i don't think think it's called gloomwood um it is a first person immersive sim but it looks like you know it's got that low poly early pc look to it um apparently it's supposed to it's inspired by thief um, it looked really cool. Definitely check that out. It's right up your alley. Um, look, looks oh, very cool. Neat as hell. Um, I, I also want to say you didn't end up watching Devolver. I recommend everybody go watch Devolver. It was very fun. Even if you know all the games that were announced, they put on a really funny show. It's definitely worth it. Um, oh, yeah. D- Devolver always does. So um, I don't know if it's on our list here, but they announced a game called... Um, I can't remember what it's called. It's like a 2D samurai game. That's all in black and white. Um, you know, it looks like the Kurosawa mode in Ghost of Tsushima. Almost. Oh, yes. Okay, I did see a trailer for this somewhere. It's like Road to yeah, something. it looks very cool. Um, it looked awesome. Um, also, Shadow Warrior 3 looked cool. It just looks like a Doom 2016 clone, which I'm okay with. Um, oh, yeah. Shadow Warrior is a name I haven't heard in a while. Literally, like, dude, literally enemies blinked like orange and you did glory kills on them. Oh damn! It's just Doom, um, but he's got a grappling hook. Um, it looks looks like a lot of fun. Instantly great, yeah, you got it. Yeah, um, yeah, cool stuff. Uh, well, there's also a game called um, God. I apologize for not having a list of these in front of me, but it's a first person like Indiana Jones style game, uh, temple like temple raiding kind of game, but it's procedurally generated, and the hook is. Oh yes. Did you see this one? I did see this one. This one looks very cool. But like each procedural generation is only, you only ever get one shot at it. And you only ever get one shot at it. Yep. And so does everyone else. (laughs) So does everyone else. And only one person in the world can beat each procedurally generated thing. So if somebody beats it, it's closed forever. That one person beat it. You have to just move on to the next one. Um, And if nobody beats it, it's dead. (laughs) Yeah. Which is a really cool idea. I think that's, that's a really way to make your thing stand out. Um, Seems pretty neat. Yeah, so uh, what should we move on to here next? I'm going to move on to Sunday. Yeah, we let's. Had... Um, I guess let's just move to Square Enix. Yeah. Pretty disappointing to me, <laughs> i got to be honest. Um, but I want to start off with the positive here. At least I think it's a positive. I liked Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that looks like it could be fun. Okay. It was not grabbing me at all, so I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, it's just, I think because I'm playing a lot of Ratchet and Clank and Mass Effect, it, it looks like a combination of those two things to me. Um, okay. So I'm into it. I Actually, I know 
part of the reason people don't like it is because you're only playing as Peter Quill. When they said that it was only a single player game, I was like, fuck yeah, thank you. Please don't Avengers this. Oh, yeah, no. I'm glad it's single player <laughs> for sure. Like, don't, you know, overcomplicate this. I'm glad they're just concentrating on one gameplay style. Get that right. And maybe for a sequel, do the other ones. But I don't know. It looked very Final Fantasy 15 in its combat, which I am all here for. I like that game a lot. I like giving the guard, other Guardians commands for special moves. I think that, that works for me. I don't know. I, I was into it. I like the fun. The environment they were in looked really interesting and unique. Um, I don't know. I liked the humor. Like, I liked when you were throwing Rocket Raccoon across the thing and he was all pissed off. Like, I, I think there could be some interesting stuff there. Um, yes, I understand the big criticism of like, oh, these don't look like the movie characters. I, I don't know. I don't really care <laughs> that much about oh, that. Oh, yeah, no, I think they look fine. Um, and honestly, props to this game for having Peter Quill wear his mask like three times as long in the trailer than they did in any of the movies. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, like I think my vibe. big gripe with Square Enix as a whole was that they spent so long on everything. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy took a full 20 minutes of their presentation. Yeah, I mean, but that's because it was the only thing they had to show that was good. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> um, everything else they showed was disappointing in one way or another. They announced that Final Fantasy collection everybody wanted, but then said it was only PC and mobile. And also, what the fuck is a Pixel Remaster? <laughs> what is well, it, they're Square? they're redoing all the Pixel sprites, and then they showed... I think somewhere else they showed some of the pixel sprites and they look weird. Like they don't look as good as the originals. That's, that's a bummer. Yeah. That's a bummer. Um, life is strange. Both of those, they, um, updated us on those. And then yeah, nothing new there, but that still looks good. I, I, I will say, I, I forgot about life is strange. I'm excited for true colors. I think that could be cool. Um, um yeah the stranger of paradise final fantasy origin oh jesus um, <laughs> you know okay so they announced this fucking game which we had heard in a leak um and the leak you know the leaked information on paper this sounded awesome uh final fantasy souls-esque game but made to be a bit more accessible um set in the final fantasy one universe i was all into that i think you were all into that right when we talked about it um oh yeah and then they showed it, and it did show well. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I will give them props here and say they haven't announced a release date, and they were saying this is a demo so we can get feedback. So, you know, we 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 could see changes to this. In particular, I hope they change that main character because holy shit, th that dude is standing next to two team members who are in like wild fantasy outfits. And that dude is wearing something he got from the fucking mall. <laughs> like, He's wearing a polo shirt. <laughs> it's insane. Like, like, I'm like, who thought? Who thought this was okay? Like, in this high fantasy world, this dude's in a fucking half button up. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's doing his best. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's by Team Ninja and Koei Tecmo, like the 3D Ninja Gaiden games, which I still have yet to play, but... Yeah, I could be into it. Um, I have not tried the demo yet. I have it downloaded, but yeah, I think uh, this is also cool for it being set in the first Final Fantasy universe also is strange because that would, I think that game was like 35 years ago. So maybe that's kind of what they're going for with this polo oh, yeah. shirt dude. It was an 8 like, game. Like... 
Yeah, but that's like, okay, these kids, people that grew up with that game are now 35 years older. Maybe we want a more mature game. And it's like, uh, I don't know if you really need to do that, but I don't know. It could be fun. Yeah. In, in, so, so to be clear, I think this showed very poorly, but I haven't played the demo yet. I tried to the night it came out and it was corrupted, which is the cherry on top of that. <laughs> like, um, it was corrupted for a couple of days, but apparently it works now. And from all reports, it's actually pretty fun. So, you know, I will give them props. They said they're taking feedback, redesign that main character, but give him give him a fantasy ass outfit. Like, like it was just give wild like, to see that dude walk up in a fucking polo. <laughs> give him like three more belts. Yeah, it just looked like to me. It communicated like, oh, is this like a fish out of water story? No, oh, that's wild. <laughs> like, what are no, we doing? No, he's just that dude. Yeah, so you know, give him some fantasy armor or some shit. Give <laughs> him more belts. You know, I'm excited that the demo is apparently good though. So. So, you know, they, they, they pulled it out in the end, I guess. Um, uh, is there anything else from there you want to t- touch on? Uh, Platinum Games, Battle oh, Fall. Right. Yes, sorry. I This one, man, what a disappointment <laughs> for me at yeah, least. Yeah, I was not into this. <laughs> no. Um, go watch the original trailer for this game because it just looks like a straight-up cool-ass Platinum game. This was disappointing. I don't know what happened and what they did to this. Well, I do know what happened. They tried to turn it into a service game. So it's a... Oh, I did not know that. That's worse. It was not that originally. It is now a four-player co-op live service game. And... Yeah, no thanks. It looked pretty bad. Um, And it didn't seem to convey any of that Platinum Games cheesiness that I'm into. Like, I don't know. Did you hear the voice acting in that trailer? Well, (laughs) yeah. But that sounds like... That sounds like rogue voice acting more than like intentional tone. It was just, yeah, and it didn't look. It, in granted, it's a short trailer, so maybe I'm wrong, but it looked like they took everything a normal action game hero would be able to do and split it up amongst four classes, which like just doesn't sound like fun. It they they said they changed the art style, um, and it looked really muddy on stream. Though I'm willing to forgive them and say they're going for this painterly look, so maybe it just looked bad on stream because that shit gets compressed real bad. Um, so I'll give them the benefit of the doubt on that, but it did look bad. It just doesn't look appealing at all, and I'm pretty bummed about it. Um, also, if you are excited about this game, I would hold off. Every time a developer tries to do a service game that has never done one, they always fuck it up for a while. So maybe don't buy this game at launch. <laughs> like, like even when yeah, Destiny 1 for... came out, it was pretty disappointing for a bit. So just a heads up on yeah, that. Wait, wait for some reviews and then for the bugs to be figured out and then jump in later. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, All right. Now you want to jump into one of our bigs? No, let's save those other two for the end. Um, Cause Capcom will be quick. I just want to say Capcom stream was terrible. <laughs> like, I, oh yeah. I, um, you know, not to be too negative here, but like, if you don't have anything to show, don't make people come to your stream. You're just going to disappoint a lot of people and make them very annoyed and Capcom absolutely did that. I They had literally nothing new except for a Resident Evil DLC announcement, which they didn't show anything. It was just a black screen. It said, hey, we're working on it. It's like, yeah, we, we all figured, <laughs> guys. Um, like, good to know, but you could have posted that on Twitter and been fine. Yeah. And honestly, like, I think a stream like this does you more harm than it does you good, so I really, really don't understand why they even bothered. Um yeah, they literally didn't announce anything new. It was just like, here's another Monster Hunter Stories trailer. Here's a 
uh, Phoenix Wright demo, and I and I wanted to say real quick, that kind of game for Phoenix Phoenix Wright does not demo very well like this. Like it is one of the few video games around us that just showing footage for a couple minutes in a row, um, actually doesn't help it at all. <laughs> like it's just text on screen, and it just doesn't look interesting or exciting for the same reasons why you can't just point a camera at a book and go, look at this book. You should buy this book. <laughs> like, it just doesn't yeah, work. It's a little more than that, but like, yeah, it's not something that you're going to grab a lot of people with. <laughs> no, not at all. And like, and I do want to say it's very um, unaccessible. Like I could not see the text on that screen. There was no voiceover to tell me what was happening. So I was just lost the entire time that was happening. And that that's just like you're a big company that's kind of unacceptable so i was pretty frustrated with that presentation um yeah i was watching it with someone who is a huge ace attorney fan and they were really happy and excited but they were also happy and excited before this trailer too so i don't know if it really changed much yeah it's it's the only ace attorney fans are going to be excited about that that's not going to get anybody else into it you know these kind of games do actually need that flashy trailer that shows off a mystery and like has cheesy voiceover like just showing straight footage of it is not going to sell anybody new and that's that's a shame um that they chose to go that route (laughs) i think it's kind of wild actually um but you know it is what it is i am still interested in that game to be clear i don't think it's that game's fault i think it's capcom's fault for showing it that way um yeah fair we predicted take two turns out they didn't have a real press conference they were to having a conversation on diversity which is important but they didn't really message that so apologies about you know if you got excited based on our predictions um you know they they had a bunch of leaks i believe those leaks are real so i'm sure we'll see those at a later date um but yeah let's let's, uh do you have enough time to start these big ones um yeah we got time all right let's talk about microsoft which i thought was a fantastic showing um overall yeah this was Great. This was Microsoft and Bethesda, so they had a lot of stuff to show. Yeah, um, and I think Microsoft and Nintendo are like textbook how to do these kind of things um, this year. Where they both showed off a ton of games, and Microsoft in particular had a huge variety of stuff, and I was really impressed with that. Like, everything looked different. There's, you know, bound to be something for everybody in that conference. I thought it was great. Um, and, and I knew it was good because even the stuff I don't care about personally moved fast and i was actually kind of like oh that looked kind of neat even though i don't care about forza right like i i was pretty enthralled by the entire presentation i thought they did an excellent job oh yeah because when you get to something like age of empires 4 it's like that's a pretty niche audience but the people that are not into that it's it's moving quick it's past <laughs> yeah um really well done they showed 30 games and then bragged about how 27 of the 27 of them are on game pass or will be launching on Game Pass, which is really smart of them. Um, really makes Game Pass look great, which is, you know, the idea. Oh, um, yeah. I thought... Let's just go in order. Um, so they started off with Starfield, which I thought was a great... Um, a pretty hype way to do it. <laughs> like, like, they had Todd Howard come out, and then they showed this trailer for Starfield, which... On one hand, it wasn't gameplay, so it's slightly disappointing on that sense, but they said it was next year, so we'll probably see gameplay pretty soon, and the date reveal was awesome. Um, the 11-11-22, which mirrors Skyrim's 11-11-11, which is great. 
Yeah, they couldn't wait till February 22nd. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> that's that's Tuesday. Yeah, I think I I don't know if I'll be super into this just because it's a Bethesda open world game and none of those have grabbed grabbed me, but uh yeah, I don't know. I am a bigger sci-fi fan than I am a fantasy fan, so this has a better chance. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see them do something new. Like they've just oh, done sure. Elder Scrolls and Fallout for years and years so i think seeing what they can do creatively with this will be pretty cool um and i mean i'm excited about it i i think that day reveal was cool i'm sure we'll see more later on but yeah pretty 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 neat stuff um this this stuff we have right here isn't in order so apologies for that but we're just going to go down it um what do you think of the sea of thieves and pirates of the caribbean crossover <laughs> Um, that was wild. <laughs> I honestly did not expect that. Like it showed Sea of Thieves. I'm like, oh yeah, cool, Sea of Thieves. And then it's like, oh, but actually it's also Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I was totally really, like, I can't believe they haven't done this yet. <laughs> yeah, like it makes a lot of sense and that's great. Um, it's also free to all Sea of Thieves players, which is probably exactly what it should be. I would be kind of upset if it wasn't, but... Yeah, very cool. It seems pretty expansive for a free story mode expansion, so very cool. Yeah, it looks neat. Um, I don't think either of us are Age of Empires, but that's launching October 28th, Age of Empires 4. Any interest um, in, from you on that? On Game Pass PC, so that's cool. Yep. Um, uh, there one more, like, last reveal... This is the only part I found slightly disappointing from like a personal standpoint. Um, new arcane game Redfall um, had a really cool trailer. I just, like I said earlier, lots of four-player zombie shooters, and that's not what I want from arcane, and that's what this appears to be. <laughs> Which I was like, oh, this is not what I want from you guys. Um, it's vampires, yeah, well, but... Yeah, I don't know. I think this one has a better chance than most... I think they made a clear point of saying that it is single player as well as multiplayer. Like, I feel like it's going to be yeah, balanced all properly. All these games have said that. But I don't, I don't know. I think this is definitely one that I need to see more of before I actually consider, which is a shame for Arcane because I'm a huge Arcane fan, but yeah. uh, we'll see. I loved the characters. I love the action and their abilities and whatnot. But Oh, uh, it's we'll got see. that Arcane. Like, Arcane has style. And I think it's got that, like, unique, like, oh, yeah, that's an arcane game. I just, like, we get a lot of games that look like this, but we don't get a lot of arcane games. You know what I mean? Like, we don't get a lot yeah. of immersive sims. So I was pretty disappointed to see that this wasn't another one of those. Um, but who knows? Maybe it's different for them. Maybe they're excited about it in the studio. So whatever. Uh, it, it could be awesome. Could love it when it comes out. It's just on first reaction. I was like, oh, bummer. Um, Forza Horizon 5. When they started showing Forza, I was like, eh, I don't care about Forza. Through this demo, I was like, oh, this looks fucking great. <laughs> like, and this was the, Yeah, man. This was the game they showed for the longest, too. This is why I think this conference had great pacing, was this was the game they showed for the longest, and I was hooked <laughs> like the entire yeah, time. Yeah, and I probably will never play this game. Like, I honestly just do not care. I enjoyed watching all of this trailer because <laughs> I was like, wow, not only is this game absolutely gorgeous but then they showed like all the different game modes and like the action of the, just the way the cars move and i'm like oh this is actually really pretty and really well done i don't care to play it but i'm glad i watched it 
Yeah, it was just the kind of thing where I'm like, this is just pretty. Like, this is a pretty next, you know, current-gen game, and, like, it looks awesome. And honestly, I think they're, like, continuing to move this to different countries and give them all their own unique flavor. Like, they had, they, they've done Australia, and they've done France, and they've done Britain, and now they're doing Mexico. Like, that's cool, and I think... I don't know, this was definitely a cool demo, and it was definitely one thing where I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit about cars, so I probably won't play this either, but you know what? I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad I'm educated on it. it looks cool. Yes. Um, more Microsoft Flight Simulator stuff. Um, yeah. Interestingly, um, really, a crossover honestly, with Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, the Top Gun stuff, cool, whatever. Um, it's coming to Series X and Series S, which is really, honestly, like impressive i know the new consoles are really powerful but flight simulator is an extremely demanding game and it also requires a lot of bandwidth so having this on a console that's like that's pretty good so didn't it come on like 10 discs on pc if you got a physical copy (laughs) like um i don't think they ever sold a physical copy but they did did. i remember seeing pictures of it (laughs) okay then yeah it probably was up to 10 discs yeah, that that's really cool. Um, uh, that that this game's great. So yeah, yeah, I'm happy for that. For me, this falls into the category of you know Forza. Like I have a similar thing where I'm like I probably will never play it, but I'm happy for the people who are happy, and it looked really nice. Oh yeah, um, no, Microsoft Flight Simulator is one I've played before and is very good. Yeah, that's that's good to hear. Um, I'm excited about this one and was not expecting this announcement this soon. Obsidian reviews the reveals the Outer Worlds too. Yeah, we just got what DLC for the first one. That was like last that year. Yeah, like six months ago or something. So, yeah, obviously this was not a, um, not gameplay, not even like engine footage. I don't think it was just, um, like yeah, a tongue in cheek teaser trailer. Yeah, but yeah, I, uh, enjoyed the Outer Worlds one more than I thought I would. So this is pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm glad they're continuing with the series. Um, I also enjoyed the first game quite a bit, and yeah, it, it, that's a cool announcement. Um, we got another Diablo 2 thing. It's, you know, if you're excited for that, you're excited for that. <laughs> like, um, Yeah, you, it does look pretty. Played Diablo, I think... right? Have I played it? No. Oh, I thought you had. Um, no. I, you know, um, I'm not going to lie. There's a little bit of bias and a little bit of frustration with me whenever I see a Blizzard slash Call of Duty logo now. And it's upsetting. <laughs> but we don't need yeah, to get to well, that. And, <laughs> but at least we know that Vicarious Vision did resurrect something. <sighs> yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I think the people who are excited about that are really excited. And that that's cool to see. Um, oh, yeah. This is a classic game. So very good. Uh, new game from the Just Cause developers. I'm excited for this. I love Just Cause. Um, and honestly, I think you would too. They're really fun. <laughs> um, called Contraband. No gameplay, just a cinematic trailer. But I'm always excited for new IPs. I think, you know, cool. It seems like Microsoft may be funding this one. So, awesome. Love to see it. Um, they make fun playground-style games. Like, they're just goofy as shit and lots of explosions and nonsense and sure could always use one of those in my life yeah just causes a series that i have been meaning to play someday so i'll get around to it but this way if you like spider-man and the movement in that game just cause is great 
Oh yeah. Just all grappling For hooks. Sure. You have unlimited parachutes. You use those in combination. It's just dumb. It's so stupid. It's great. Um, okay. This was the announce. This was the not announcement, but the the stuff that got gave me the chills, gave me the excitement. Halo Infinite. Um, no new campaign trailer, which, well, we got a campaign trailer, but no new campaign gameplay, which I thought was a little odd. Uh, and then to get it out of the way, no release date. They just said it was this year still, which was weird. <laughs> um, maybe they just want to make triple sure that they can hit it. <laughs> um, yeah, don't don't call your shot too much. Just this year. Yeah. So, whatever that campaign trailer though, it gave me chills, man. Like, oh yeah, no, I'm still excited for this. Like, oh, what was it? he said? Like. That wasn't the mission. He says the mission always changes, and I'm like, "Fucking fuck yeah!" Like I'm screaming at myself. That's, that's the kind like of Halo idiot. dialogue I'm here for. Yeah, um, you know, love the yeah the big new Cortana AI. I love the way she looks. Yeah, for sure. Because I think Cortana's super. I didn't play five. Um, the big showcase here though was the multiplayer. Yeah, man, and they said all the right things for this. So they they showed off the multiplayer quickly, and then they had a longer like 15 minute video um going into more details about it and they are saying all the right things so it is free to play which was a concern of mine um but to get it out of the way they talked about how they won't have loot boxes or really that kind of style of microtransaction um no random drops or anything like that you just you know play and earn the unlocks as you earn them as you earn them they're all cosmetic cosmetic um and the cool thing, they also they will have season passes, so like other free free to play games, but those season passes don't expire. So oh, that's very cool. Yeah, so it's always been kind of a shitty thing with games like Fortnite, where if you buy a season pass, you have to do it in a certain amount of time, otherwise you lose it, which to me has always seemed kind of crappy. Um, yeah, so this is just like DLC, like a new unlock of things as DLC rather than like a season pass. Yeah. And the the other announcement with that is, the the season passes themselves to purchase aren't time limited. So when they announce one, you can just buy it at any point. So oh, very good. Yeah. So the, it's I was like, okay, you're doing free to play stuff, but you're doing it right and not shitty. Like honestly, yeah, you're that's, doing it better than everyone else. <laughs> that's really cool. Um, I think that those are positive announcements and really exciting. The snippets of gameplay we saw looked really classic Halo and. I'm just so excited. Well, it looks classic Halo, but it looked so much more kinetic. Like all the weapons are moving around. You can grab them really quickly. And they show them like grappling, hooking a energy sword to themselves and then grabbing it and cutting a dude with it. I'm like, this is great. I love this. Yeah. It's all the shit you could do in like Halo 2 and 3, but you know, it took foresight, but it seems like they're kind of making it part of the gameplay this time, which is cool. Um, I like the grapple hook. Um, it is a pickup, which I, I also like. So it's not like a thing you just get. It's something. It's it's considered like you know like a power weapon is. So you have to go find it in the map, which I think is neat. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm very excited this, and I'm very excited that they're kind of stripping back a lot of the stuff that people didn't like about five. Um, it it looks great, man. I I just want to play it. I want to play it so bad. <laughs> oh yeah, this was oh, definitely the game of you three for me personally. I was like, fuck, this just I cannot believe how excited I am for this. Um, always love me a halo yeah i'm also really excited about this next game though and i'm excited it's getting a sequel because i didn't think they would because it's from the developers of microsoft flight simulator so i assume they just make for that forever now um 
But nope. This is Asobo. Asobo Studios making another Plague Tale game. A Plague Tale Requiem. Um, I, I'm really excited for this. I really liked Innocence, which came out a couple years ago. Um, as a side note, they announced later Innocence is getting a next-gen upgrade, um, both for this for Xbox and PlayStation. So I'm probably going to replay that game next month when that comes out, because it's a cool game. Um, nice. It, I've not given this one a chance yet, but... It goes um, off it does the rails cool. at the end in a really like dumb, fun way. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. It's great. Um, Very cool. Yeah, just like a really nice-looking adventure game. Um, fun fact about the studio... Uh, and these games, before they made these games a long time ago, they made the Ratatouille license game, which is very funny. <laughs> oh yeah, love to see it. And I like to think the Playtale games are a response to that. <laughs> <laughs> what if we made these rats awful? <laughs> <laughs> uh, another surprise for me, something I didn't think I'd give two shits about based on what I know of the series, but... Based on the showing here, I was like, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll check this out. Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. Um, I thought this was a compelling demo. <laughs> like, really, um, really shocked because Stalker, I've always heard people talk about it, but every time I've looked at footage, it just looks really janky and not great. <laughs> um, which, you know, I guess this could be as well, but I thought this showed super well and super interestingly. Um, I also... You know, as a side note, I think it's really interesting that in this big-ass showcase of a bunch of games specifically meant for a Western audience, the second game they showed was all in Russian, which I think is kind of cool. Um, yeah, it's like, you know, not everything has to be in English. It's fine. Yeah, and also just visually, this game looked off the charts. Like, it's it's insanely pretty. Um, yeah, I don't know. What did you think of this one? Uh, this was another one that I just was not grab. It's like, okay, this is super cool. I still have like all of the Metro games to play before this. So yeah, I uh, forgot to run to Exodus. Yeah. So it's one that I'm like, uh, super cool. Maybe way in the future. I'll check it out, but not one that I'm going to see for a while. We need a, a genre name for the Eastern European depressing shooter. <laughs> I feel like we need a dumb video game genre because <laughs> there's a ton of them. Um, I mean, if we can have immersive sim, we can have radioactive sim <laughs> radioactive sim right yeah between this and fucking metro and all the other ones um back for blood coming to game pass you know great um back for blood yeah along with like awesome. a lot of other shit <laughs> yeah they basically announced they're gonna have a new like high profile game pass game every couple weeks which is what they want i mean that's their goal they want you know they want to netflix the shit out of it and it seems like they're doing that which is interesting yeah um, so um the other big ones being like hades coming to when it comes to console it'll be on game pass day one sable the yeah. flight simulator um psychonauts 2 <laughs> halo infinite uh forza the gunk like all that is gonna be uh game pass day one as well Yep. Um, also, not in this list, but Psychonauts 2 was dated for August, so we were wrong about that being a shadow drop, um, but very excited. We were close. Also, not in this list, but I want to mention a couple of games. Um, Atomic Heart? That looked fucking awesome. Um, speaking of yeah. immersive sims. Atomic Heart and um, my big 
Well, real um, quick, I know the one you're going to say, one. but Atomic Heart, that was announced a while ago and then kind of disappeared. So I had forgotten about it. And I thought it showed really, really well. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a trailer I need to watch again because I yeah. kind of forgot about it. It had like interesting music. It's another like Russian depressing first person shooter, I think. I think. I don't know. It looked wild. Um, but let me guess. I think you're about to talk about Replace. Nope. Oh, damn you it. a swing and a miss. It's Slime damn Rancher it. 2. <laughs> oh, Slime Rancher. Yeah. I loved the original Slime Rancher. Uh, I played it on the original on the base PS4 and it ran like garbage, but I had so much fun that I did not care. So Slime Rancher 2, very excited. It looked cool. I, I have no interest in it, but like visually I was like, oh, this looks bright and colorful and cool. Um, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I uh, love Slime Rancher. I, I'm going to call it Somerville, um, which is from some of the former um, developers of Inside and uh, from Playdead. So Inside and uh, Limbo. Um, looks like it carries on that lineage. Looks awesome. I'm very excited for that one. You know, we, we talked about Little Nightmares. I'm, I'm into those sort of like weird horror indie games that are like kind of like platformery, and this looks like it's that. Um, very excited for that. Did that do anything for you? Yeah, that caught my attention. I'll definitely keep an eye on that one. Um, what about Replace? Because Replace looked awesome. <laughs> Um, I'm having a hard time remembering what that one was. <laughs> okay, so Replace was the pixel art looking game, except it was like oh pixel yes, art okay. No, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, no, the art style of this blew me away. Mm-hmm. It was nuts because it's like this really detailed, well lit 3D environment, and then that same level of deep detail into the pixel sprites. Like that's nuts. <laughs> Yeah, it, it looked gorgeous as hell. Um, super interested in that one. Um, no date on it. I think it'll probably be a while. But, but excited. Uh, this is 2022, so. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I- I- exciting, exciting game. Looked, looked really, really neat. Um, uh, hmm. Then the other Game Pass news was Yakuza Like a Dragon's going on to Game Pass. Um, or it is now. I think it shadow dropped onto game pass and then bethesda games like all of the fallout games wolfenstein 2 arcs fatalis which is a great thing to throw on there yeah it's cool um dishonor death of the outsider doom 2016 evil within 2 and rage are all coming to game pass as well Play evil within 2 you cowards it's great nobody played it it fucking rules um, oh i will eventually <laughs> um i think that's about everything oh they showed um battlefield 1942 19 nope 2042 <laughs> uh, other 100 years 100 years in the future um it, it looks great it looks like a battlefield game i think that game has a <laughs> i would hope so <laughs> uphill climb because it's a 70 dollar multiplayer only game which is going to be hard for it oh yikes um but it looked awesome so there's that i just think that game has Game Pass written all over it to me. I don't know how soon that will happen, but it's got to happen soon because I don't think it's going to do well, but that's just me. I don't know. Um, yeah. All right, you want to jump over to the best presentation? Oh, you think it's the best? Oh, of course you think it's the best, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I just care about a lot more games <laughs> that they showed. Yeah, yeah, well. Um, how are Let's you save the big ones for last. How are you on time? Uh, I'm good. We got about a half hour. Okay, let's talk about Nintendo. Um, let's save the big ones for last. Let's start here with the Danganronpa coming to Switch. 
Dragon Grandpa comes to Switch. Uh, this is really exciting. Uh, these games, I think, are well suited for a handheld. They were originally on Vita, so this is great. Um, it's the whole trilogy. It's uh, called Danganronpa Decadence. It has the full trilogy and then a new game, Danganronpa S uh, Ultimate Summer Camp, which is like a spin-off um, game. I think it's building off of the bonus stuff from 3. Uh, super cool, super cool for fans that enjoyed game. it. Yeah, it's like a weird, um, almost like a dating sim. I couldn't really get a full grasp on it, but it's really cool, and they're bringing characters from all over the series as well. Um, yeah, super cool. If you want just the full experience on Switch, you can buy it all together. Otherwise, you can buy each game separately, including the new one. So if you have the trilogy somewhere else and you don't want to buy it again, you could just buy the new one. Uh, super cool. Yeah. Um, it, it looks cool. Um, <clears throat> interestingly, it's one of two games that are getting a physical only edition. <laughs> that we're oh, showing really? during the C3. Um, it's specifically, you can buy all them separately on the eShop, but the if you want them collected, you have to get a physical copy. Um, all right. The other one was shown in the Devolver presentation actually by the um gato robato developers it's only available as a physical switch cart which is interesting <laughs> get them hey um, you want to make bad financial decisions be my guest <laughs> it's, it's uh, just weird we got we got some ports we got the arcade game cruising blast this looked awesome um, yeah this looks like a super fun racing arcade game um i i don't know i've you know it's an arcade game so i'm, I'm a little not sure about the content if it has enough there i'm excited for this this looks like fun as hell um yeah and then the other port we got was uh fatal frame 5 which was a wii u exclusive is coming to switch interesting so, thing about that is it's coming to all consoles um oh yes that was wild it's also coming to ps5 and all that so maybe nintendo dropped the publishing license like for that it, series which is exciting because that series has been stuck on niche nintendo consoles <laughs> like it's it's yeah, since the Wii. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's the kind of series that would really benefit from HDR support, so uh, I'm pretty excited for that PS5 version. Hopefully they do it right and just don't cheap, cheaply make put it over, um, because HDR would be a big deal. And also maybe some like DualSense features with the camera stuff. A little click, a little click on your controller. It'd be really cool. Um, Mario Party Superstars? Um, yeah, this was weird because it's not just mario party one two and three together it's just five boards from those games <laughs> so you want to know my um tinfoil hat theory on this one? Oh, what's that do you remember that mario party 3ds they made that was just like the top 100 yeah i think this is just, just a that? port of that but with some boards <laughs> that's honestly fine <laughs> yeah i think it's that but with some boards it looks like mario party it looks like it's built in the um the engine of the last one like it looked the exact same to me um yeah but i think those original mario party boards are fondly remembered and it has those old mini games as well so uh it could be cool it's also fully online compatible so that's yeah, something that's a, that that's super mario party this, didn't have it's for the series um that's good to see it it needs that honestly it's kind of ridiculous it didn't have that at all to begin with um I know you said big announcements last, but the biggest announcement of the show, uh, a new WarioWare game. <laughs> coming oh, yeah, September that's fair. No, this 10th. actually looks super good. It looks great. I, I So the only thing I got to say, my only reservation, 
it looks like you're controlling characters this time around. <laughs> like Yes, so each character has a different moveset and you control them to do the micro games. And that did worry me as well, just looking at the trailer. I'm like, oh, yeah. are all the micro games going to feel like super similar? Uh, then I watched the Treehouse where they only showed like 10 minutes of it, but they showed a lot because it's WarioWare. And yeah, no, it's all the characters are varied enough that each mi- micro game is going to feel different based on who you're going to play as. But then each micro game is different from each other in pretty sizable ways as well. So uh yeah it looks like a lot of variety and it looks super chaotic and fun like all the best wario wears are (laughs) i didn't end up watching that treehouse stream so that that's good to hear um i am excited for this i i love warioware warioware is so underrated almost like i feel like nobody talks about that game um this is warioware get it together get it together uh yeah september 10th this year so very 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 exciting. exciting um super monkey ball uh celebrates its 20th anniversary with a remastered collection is is this right is it a collection i thought it was a best of i couldn't tell from that trailer. this is a super monkey ball <coughs> banana mania which is the i think it is a full hd remake of one two and three together okay cool um i have or never one, played two and these deluxe, games whatever that is but they have always looked super appealing to me um and they ported that one a couple years ago to switch banana, banana blitz which nobody played or nobody liked on the wii yeah but i heard nobody liked that one so i skipped it um so this is super exciting and interesting to me um it's also coming to other consoles should be noted um i pre-ordered the ps5 version i don't know it looks like a game that i want to make sure it has a stable frame rate i'm sure the switch version would be fine i guess they're old ass games but yeah cool um looks like fun yeah well and all these all these consoles have gyro so yeah (laughs) that'll be if that's an option that's also very cool um, someone data mined or looked at the files of the trailer or something and found uh, Sonic and Tails. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Label. laughs> it's just called Sonic PNG and Tails PNG. Great, get, great job. Very guys. funny. Oh, also, the, also cute as hell. the deluxe edition, even funnier, the deluxe edition comes with the classic II skin, which is from the GameCube or like the Dreamcast versions, which is very cool. It's, he's very shiny. Uh, there's also three other costumes, and they are the a sega dreamcast a sega saturn and a sega game gear <laughs> you could just play as them that's really great yeah it's I'm just a box <laughs> it looks it looks delightful um real quick this article doesn't mention it but we had a couple ports and stuff shown um guardians of the galaxy is coming but as a cloud version which they did not say during the presentation which was a little shady to me <laughs> like okay guys um but if you if you got a good internet connection and want to play it there i guess you can um tony hawk one plus two is coming soon which i think we knew about um um it's still very exciting (laughs) yes definitely um i think that was it right there was there was a couple other things but they're moving there was another cloud version as well of something but i can't remember yeah i can't remember either um all right this one was super exciting for me was advance wars one plus two reboot camp yeah um I think most people didn't expect the series to ever come back. So cool. Yeah, I mean the last one was in was two thousand eight on the DS. <laughs> yeah, um, so this is specifically so it's been a little bit. the two GBA games. Um, very cool to see this. Honestly, a lot of GBA love in this this conference as a whole, which is cool. Um, yeah, yeah, I uh, think the. 
but this is super cool. Um, this was Intelligent Systems, who also has been doing the recent Fire Emblem games, as well as some other stuff. Um, but they did the originals, but the remake is done by WayForward, and it very much has that WayForward 2D animation um, for the character portraits. Yeah, uh, Advance Wars is one I've always been meaning to try. It plays a lot like Fire Emblem, but less um, less weeb. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah it looks very cool i'm glad it's back yeah it, i've never played the series this is another one i missed out on so I, i'm interested for sure it is looks like it uh, appears to only be a digital release um so if you're hoping for physical on that one sorry um and then i i think it is 60 dollars, which i did see some people complaining about i don't know that might be a bit concerning if you're wanting the series to continue but we'll see um it is out in december though so that's cool. Um, was there anything else before we get to the two big ones? Uh, nope. I think we get the two big ones. Which one do you want to do first? Well, let's let's uh, let's save your stuff for last. Let's talk about Zelda. Um, All right. New Hyrule Warriors stuff. I you can probably speak to that. I haven't played that game yet. Um, I intend to eventually. Um, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity had enough content in its base that I never finished all of the content. So introducing DLC is like, that's great. I feel like I didn't finish the first one. I mean, I finished the story, but like there's so much extra stuff. So that's how I felt um, when they were talking about Assassin's Creed DLC in the Ubisoft conference. I was like, <laughs> there's so much in that fucking game. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel that way about this. So not grabbing me. Um, I think the second expansion might have more story stuff. So like, that's cool. But like, eh. Um, they showed off Skyward Sword some more. Um, but eh, not really. <laughs> I mean, they showed it. <laughs> they did show it. I'm still not super interested in it. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like everybody has a negative reaction at this point when they see it. So <laughs> whatever. Um. But then they had a, a new Game & Watch announcement. So similar to the Mario one they showed last time around. Um, this time comes with four games. Zelda 1, 2, and Link's Awakening. Which is cool. And then a reskinned Game & Watch original game. Um, what was that thing called? I'm yeah. I th- Vermin, I think, Vermin, is the yes. Game & Watch it was, game. That's a satisfying title. Vermin. <laughs> yeah, I think this is, this is cool. I mean, Zelda 1 and 2 are available pretty much everywhere like the nes classic has it nso has it um having it on the uh, game and watch is cool i think the mario one only had what mario one i think it had lost levels on it as well okay but that's that's lost levels um but to put link's awakening in there as well is super cool because the original link's awakening hasn't been re-released since the 3ds so i mean we got the remake but if you wanted to play the original this is not a terrible way to do it. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it has a clock function like the Mario one did, which is cute, um, and a timer. You know, if you're into that, it's. I didn't catch a price on that. I assume it's also fifty dollars. I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah, it's definitely more of like a collector's piece than it is a like functional console. Reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a reasonable purchase, but yeah, I think it's still pretty cool. Yeah, that's a cute little collectible thing if you if you want that. Um, but more importantly, we got a Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. Um, yeah, and it's still extremely cryptic. <laughs> yeah, um, 
They a said less. so to get the bad news out of the way. They are aiming for a 2022 release date, which to me said they are not confident in that 2022. And <laughs> maybe hey, at uh, least just set your expectations to 2023, just so you don't get hurt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, just uh, yeah. I think just don't expect um, it. <laughs> I think that same switch launch window of like March, April is when we'll see it. <laughs> March, April, 2023. Yeah, I'm starting to think that too, which is, yeah, it's disappointing. And I will say, I'm a bit disappointed that it appears to be they're using the same map for this one with some sky well, temples. <laughs> yeah, but like a lot of, first of all, I think the first map is big enough that it's like a lot of people didn't export everything about it. And then also since they're giving you more tools, like, that's going to open the level design up more. I'm not too ashamed about like upset about that. I think the enemy forts and whatnot are going to be remixed in pretty substantial ways to play to your new move set. So very, very exciting on that front. Um, all of the like story stuff and then some of the new powers, like rewinding time with stasis rather than just freezing it. And then he does something where he like, flies up through the floor of the thing yeah, that looked cool. um i don't know they didn't give any specifics on this but it does look very cool got a flamethrower like there's really cool things about this i don't want to be down on it i just you know the, the same map thing i think the joy of that game was exploring so i i just have a little bit of concern about like okay it's just, it's just gonna feel like i've already been here before um but you know maybe that won't be too much of a problem with the new sky yeah, area and who knows and how big the sky areas yeah, are yeah 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 it's true um so yeah, but but I, I thought the trailer was super cool. To be clear, like I love the creepy ass music. Um, you know, I I am of yeah. course very excited for this. <laughs> if this is a Majora's Mask for Twilight for uh, Breath of the Wild, then you've got me. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, super exciting. I you know it's cool. I'm you know I I thought I I believed this game would have been this year, so I was like oh, I was way off. Oops. Um, yeah well i think just um setting expectations of like you know we teased it and then we said okay we'll get some news going but saying okay yeah we're not gonna have this ready anytime soon i think that was good to just kind of yeah that was good here's some more stuff honestly nintendo i think has been historically bad about setting proper expectations so i was kind of happy to see at least they're doing that um so people don't get all riled up um okay but the one that got me riled up (laughs) Yeah, this was this was super exciting. I'll let you have the floor. <laughs> this um was out of I mean, okay, so first of all, uh, it was not out I of left field. Need, I want, it was not out of left field because I doubted Dustin's <sighs> E3 predictions like I always do. I just doubt his predictions and then it, if I doubt it, it'll come true. So um <laughs> maybe this is a sign. Maybe I'll just doubt all of your predictions from that i want to happen now on (laughs) uh this they came on screen they're like okay here's a new entry in the metroid series (laughs) first of all you got me um and then they show the little intro there's a new suit for samus and then it just says metroid 5 and you're like oh heck yeah and then as the trailer goes on about halfway through it says metroid dread like at that point, I am losing it. This was <laughs> this the, is a this game was the had... most hype trailer. 
there, period. Oh, it's so cool. Um, Incredibly Metroid cool. Dread, if you haven't been following it, has been in development for 16 years. <laughs> um, finally toppling, uh, what was it? Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> well, to be clear, it's not active development. It was canceled. Well, we assume. I don't think they ever said anything about it, but it was a, a DS game. Um, yeah so there was also uh after the presentation there was a developer interview posted about it uh and it was canceled twice (laughs) there was a a listing for it back in like 2006 for the ds and then uh 2007 and then in 2007 or 8 whenever metroid prime 3 came out there was that tease and then it showed up in a couple magazines, but never any first official word on it. And then it was canceled and shelved. And um, they finally just said, okay, we're, we need a team to do it. So then when Mercury Steam did Samus Returns, they're like, okay, please make <laughs> Metroid De- Dread now. Super cool. So the, the concept and some of the designs and the story and all that have kind of been in the works for 16 years but this is the full culmination of that and god i'm so excited <laughs> it looks fantastic i am super it looks excited so this. good um it's basically all of like the the, all of the negative points that people had about samus returns namely like having to stop and free aim and stop to like parry enemies which kind of broke up the pace that has been addressed like parrying you can now do on the run and it'll do more damage if you're running at them uh you can also free aim while walking i think with the right stick i don't know if they exact exactly said that but you can still walk around while doing that and yeah so it's basically like a faster paced uh samus returns while still being as like horror themed and anxiety inducing as fusion which came out 19 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Is this the first time Metroid has had Resident Evil style stalkers like on the map? Um, If you count the SAX and Fusion, then it had that, but that was kind of scripted. Um, obviously your first time playing, you're not going to know when that happens. So it's a little less like you still are worried about it, but on replays, it's very scripted. This is also kind of scripted, but it's like, this whole area that they could show up and then when they see you they won't stop leaving you alone until you leave the area or you like hide from them long enough that's exciting i i love that stuff in resident evil games so that's that's cool i'm this this looks great this this is the first time yeah, i've ever I'm, been like maybe i'll go back and play those old ones <laughs> like to get ready yeah i will say it over and over if you're looking to get into the series play zero mission or fusion they're great at getting you into the series zero mission is the one that uh that's the remake, remakes right? yeah. metroid one so if you care about story that's i guess the f- way to start then samus returns super metroid fusion and then this one so um and i believe the new one also they showed there's a little like prologue at the beginning that'll retell all of it so like if you didn't play any before you'll won't be lost but I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, super cool. And I believe they said this was the ending this suit. particular story arc, right? Yeah, so this will be the end of this story arc. I don't know if it'll be the end of 2D Metroid, which it kind of seemed like they wanted it to be. Um, maybe down the line we'll see another one, but it won't be this storyline. 
yeah. I, I got the vibe that they're saying that because they're not caught. Like, Metroid has never sold super well, at least compared to other series. So I wonder if it's just like a, we're just, we're going to make sure we wrap this up so we don't leave another cliffhanger or whatever. <laughs> and they, you know, I, I bet you could get more. Um, but yeah, that's not important right now. This just looks dope. Um, I love the design yeah, of the stalker creature. Um, yeah, the Emmy. Uh, that was awesome. I love the way it moves. Super cool. Yeah, and it's pathfinding where it will like flip onto the walls and start hunting you down again. I love the look of Samus's suit where it's more mechanical but still has those fleshy bits from the fusion suit in in metroid fusion uh and the way that they still have like the melee counters and the dynamic camera angles and the badass moments where she shoots a monster in the face and then jumps through its tail as it's dying like that's so good yeah it, it looks phenomenal i'm i'm super excited for it um and that's at october like yeah soon. this year yeah really cool um yeah, all in all, a fantastic direct. I was super impressed with it. Um, yeah, all of that talk of like, oh, well, they should give us Samus Returns HD or Metroid Prime Trilogy on Switch like to just tide us over until Prime 4. They're like, how about we do one better? How about we give you Metroid 5? I'm just saying, listen to me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is better. Here you go. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, very, very, very cool. Um, all in all, I, I, you know, I thought it was a pretty good good e3 um i think you know we both had our expectations in check um i hope everybody did with covid and stuff you know we're expecting it to be pretty light um but i still came out of there like oh i want to play this and this and this and this which means it was pretty good (laughs) you know despite my frustrations with capcom square specifically i was still pretty pretty pumped on it um oh yeah for sure i think you know square whatever the only thing i really care about for square anyway is like final fantasy and that's only recently and they just released intergrade so like i'm not worried about that um capcom doesn't have a lot of franchises for me that i'm super into just yet but honestly if this e3 was just metroid 5 and lottle dots i would have been okay (laughs) it was just i i get emotional when i hear the halo music you know (laughs) oh no yeah it delivered so much more um my highlights being the return of Advance Wars and WarioWare and yeah. Halo and Psychonauts 2. And yeah, it's so exciting. Yeah. Um, oh, and we skipped over them, but I wanted to mention um, games like Shredders and Riders Republic looked cool and they're weird and new. <laughs> and like, I wasn't expecting like a cool looking snowboard game or this weird snowboard slash biking slash, you know, whatever extreme sports game. Like, it, it was just full of stuff like that that I was like, oh, yeah, this looks cool. Here's this weird tactics, yeah, you know, here's sure. this weird, just just weird stuff all over the place. And that's always exciting. Tons of awesome indie games. Um, yeah. We skimmed over like the six different indie game presentations, yep. but each one of those had something in there that I was like, Oh, this is super good. I got to keep an eye out for it. Including um, analgesic had showed their Siphony demo, which is out and I still have not played, but it's like, yeah, all these great indie developers coming up with their fun stuff. I'm always into yeah, we're going to have to do a follow-up because I did play a bunch of those demos and I know you played some stuff too. Um, so we're, we're going to have to talk about that next time because also, heads up, everybody, stop what you're doing and go play a game called Unbeatable. The demo's on Steam. Just go do it. Trust me, it'll be your new favorite game. It's fucking awesome. 
Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I gotta check out that demo. It's so good. Um, yeah, I, I it, all in all, I, I was really happy with E3, and also I think we're gonna get a Sony conference in the next couple of weeks, which will probably explain why Squares and Capcom shows were bad because I'm sure they'll have games there. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty good stuff. Um, pretty good stuff. Please, 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 we're starting our Spyro marathon next next week so check that out hopefully i get that edited in time um so check it out for spyro one and then last week we did um uh fury which was great so check that out as well um and yeah if you'd like to follow us on twitter you can find us at safe station radio at safe station pod on twitter um connor where can the people find your you personally uh you can find me at conifer ssr um probably will be screaming about metroid and lotl knots for the next couple weeks so definitely follow that uh where can they find you you can find me at dustin h dragon on twitter i will be screaming about halo um probably metroid as well and some other fun stuff um yeah and if we you know we left out favorite your your favorite games or something from e3 hit us up let us know what they were always interested to hear what we missed what we want to check out you know um tell us what you're excited about on there we'll listen um yeah and we will see you guys next time please remember to always be good to each other oh yeah and take care bye